We are the one, two, three, Sore Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox, and I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up? I'm Eddie. I don't know much about sports. I'm your average sports fan. I do love to watch sports. I just don't know the who's who and the what's what's and the why's why's. What's up, you guys? It's Ray. I used to give you locks and try and win you money, but I am ice cold right now. Whatever picks I have have not been good. I was dead wrong all weekend. Lunch has been pretty money. So if you're going to listen to somebody, listen to him. I apologize. For some reason, get away from not within 10 feet of me. I am ice cold. Don't put your money with what I say. Lunchbox has been pretty money, but he doesn't even bet on his own locks. Neither does Ray. Yeah, I do. Friday night I did. Did I you do that. Saturdays? I had, no, 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 I didn't touch Michigan. After I lost, I mean, well, that's I, what I'm saying. I would have oh. built it up, but I did do Warriors and whoever they were playing Friday night. I was all in, oh, Minnesota. I was all <laughs> in in over 243 or whatever. It didn't even come close. But Lunchbox, I feel like you need to put something down on your okay, locks. Okay, your lock is the Cowboys night. You have money on it? Yeah, I don't. I'm out, but no, I'm going to have to refill. Exactly. That's what I, I got okay for the wife last night. Oh, you have to ask why, your wife permission to Absolutely. gamble. Absolutely, it's oh, our boy. money. Here we go. We had the best weekend of football. This was the best weekend of football this year, guys. It was amazing. There were so many big games, so many statement games, so much went on, and we're going to get to all that. We're going to get to all that. <laughs> but but first, we have to play our game of Would You Rather? No, we stopped that. Would you rather <laughs> Would you rather be known for bad breath or bad body odor? Oh, I'll go first. Bad body odor. That's just natural, you know, like we all smell bad when we don't put deodorant on. I mean, that's just natural. Bad breath. Some people just have it. Some people don't. That's a weird thing. I'd rather have just body odor. That way we all kind of smell the same. Guys, I absolutely love uh, the body odor that I've had over the years. For some reason, I don't ever really smell. I'll go to the gym and my chick will tell me, you smell good, like even after I sweat. So for some weird reason, because of my genes, I will never have body odor. Even if I was homeless, I would still smell like Calvin Klein, obsession probably. But the breath thing, it can be fixed. So you do the mints, you do the gum, you do what you need to do. Never have bad breath. That's the worst thing you can ever do. Yeah. I'd rather have bad breath than body odor because when you're riding the train to work, Someone will sit next to you if you have bad breath because they don't realize it. If you have bad body odor, you're going to sit by yourself everywhere you go. You go to the movies and you're going to sit down and everybody's going to be like, oop, leave a couple seats between me and that guy because he stinks. When you open your mouth, okay, then they'll know you have bad breath, but they'll just be like, oh, he ate a hot dog. He ate some onions on the hot dog. If you walk around stinking, no one's going to want to be around you. You go to the bar and you're trying to saddle up next to a lady and it's like, hey, hey, whoa, what's that smell? She's going to smell you right away. The bad body odor is worse than the bad breath. Give me the bad breath. That's a good point. Like You can't just walk somewhere. I mean, anywhere you go, people are going to be like, oh my gosh, that guy smells. But you're right. You can shut your mouth the whole time and people will be like, you'll never know you have bad breath. We've all been on an airplane and sat, sat next to a stinky oh. person, right? Oof. They haven't even opened their mouth, but right when they sit down, you realize this is going to be a long, disgusting flight. flight. Does the body odor, do they not shower, or do they not have access to Old Spice, Axe, those types of things? Sometimes you just forget deodorant. I think it's a combination of both. Some, maybe it's just bad hygiene, and some may just forget deodorant that one day, and they're running to the plane, and okay, they start sweating. But some, I think it's just a lifestyle. They just stink. Like, if I don't wear deodorant... <laughs> like and those people, when you smell those people, you think, what will be inside of their house? I don't know A if lot I of junk. Exactly. That's what you picture, you right? You picture a hoarder. 
Well, and a house is going to smell horrible unless you do Glade plugins, unless you light scented candles, stuff like that. A house will naturally stink. I think a person will naturally stink. You have to take care of that with the deodorants. With the, uh, there's a lot of different products and stores that can make you smell good. Like for example, my my room, our bedroom smells because I fart a lot when I sleep. Like it just fart all the time. That there's always just a stench. So we have to light a Glade or a candle or something like that. Well, we got the cat litter at the entrance of our house, oh, and that's the first that's thing. that's gross. Dude, that's the first thing that people Sometimes smell. Sometimes it smells good, though. No. Well, cat litter smells good? A little minty. I hear you on that one. Yeah. But when people first walk in, that's their impression of our where we live. <laughs> so, dude, we have candles there. We have incense. Yeah. We have Febreze. We have everything you can imagine right there at the entrance. Second I get home from work, boom, I'm spraying stuff. I'm lighting candles. You come in, you think it's a, re- a regular prayer ritual. I have so many candles lit when you enter my house. Lunchbox, do you guys have candles or air fresheners? My wife lights a candle every once while like after dinner but for the most part it's not <laughs> she lights See, that one romantic candle after dinner i don't well, because she wants to get the dinner smell out before i don't we mind go to bed. the dinner smell because i like the, like when there's tacos i get home and my wife's been making tacos like ah it smells like tacos like even after the fact like it's not bad when you walk in someone's house though and it smells yeah you automatically think can they not smell this mm-hmm. they probably can't they probably can't because they're used to it. they're used to it like when i went away to college I never realized how bad my clothes smelled like smoke because both my parents smoked, mm-hmm. but I, I lived it growing up, so I just didn't even realize it. And so when I was in college, everybody was like, do you smoke? I'd be like, no, why do you say that? So my clothes still smelled like cigarette smoke two months into college because my parents smoked my whole life, and I didn't even realize it. Even after you washed your clothes, they would even still Even after they – yes, because – some of them, you know, they just they, it's just been in there for years. It yeah. takes a while to get out and to fumigate, and I never realized that my stuff smelled like smoke. Well, now it doesn't. Well, I know now I've it doesn't. Well, now he has new clothes, probably. Yeah, I have new clothes. From co- <laughs> well, no, these no, jeans, he uh, wears shirts that he still had from high school. This jeans I have on right now, they're from college. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, yeah, I can smell a little bit like smoke. Whatever. So, <laughs> speaking of smoking, yeah. the Patriots are smoking on Eddie, hot. Fire. Eddie was dead wrong. I saw on Twitter you said Packers. Packers. I was going Packs. Yeah, I know you. Go I, pa- that wasn't a lock or anything. That was just somebody on Twitter asked, and I said, Listen, "Yeah, let's go Packers." It is amazing. Jeez. what the Patriots do. Week after week after week. Last night, no Gronk. No Sony Sony Michelle. James White goes out for so they, they have Cordell Patterson, a wide receiver. I mean, he's fast, but he's a wide receiver. They put him back there at running back. They just find ways to win. And I love I could watch Brady play all day, every day. I love watching Tom Brady play. He is so smart at the line. When he comes up, he sees what the defense is, and he starts calling out plays. He audibles. And there's one example. Julian Edelman, he sees what he wants. He has the matchup he wants with James White coming out of the backfield, the running back. He knows that James White's going to be open in the flat. So Edelman, the play calls for Edelman to go in, in motion. So Edelman's coming behind him, and right when he's behind him, he goes, hurry up and get set, hurry up and get set, because he knew ex- he didn't want the defense to have time to shift because he saw exactly what he wanted. And he snapped the ball, and half a second later, he's throwing it to James White in the flat because he knew exactly where he was going with the ball because he knew no one was going to be there. He's pretty smart. I love watching him. But is that just knowing his receiver that he's that fast and that jukeable that he can get open or is it he knew that defense exactly what was going to go down? He knew exactly the defense because he told Edelman hurry up and get set because he knew that coming I mean it wasn't about juking anybody he was just wide open James White because there was going to be no one to account for him coming out of the backfield and he saw it pre-snap and so he was in a hurry so Green Bay Green Bay A didn't call a timeout or they didn't you know 
switch up their defense. And I love watching he, And people get mad because he's not flashy and he dumps it off to the running back a lot and he doesn't throw it down the field all the time and make these spectacular throws, as they call them. Like I was looking on Twitter and people are like, oh my gosh, Aaron Rodgers was so much better last night. Did you see how far he throws the ball? Who cares yeah, how far? He's more exciting to he, watch. He's more exciting yeah. to watch. But Brady, to me, is smarter. He just takes what the defense gives him. If the, if it's a 10-yard pass, he get, he throws it 10 yards. He doesn't try to force it in there. If it's dump it off to the running back, that's fine because what he does is he lives to play another down. If you watch Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if he's a, he's a good quarter. He's great. He can throw the ball. He can He's really good, but he's not as good as Brady, I think, smart-wise because he just goes up the line, okay, and he runs around, runs around, waits, waits, and then throws it down the field. Brady gets up the line, checks the defense, makes the play, and if it's not there, he throws it away. He doesn't take unnecessary hits. He doesn't try to run around like crazy and make it look cool, and that's what people hate. That's And we always get into the argument, who's better, Brady or Rodgers? Who's the best of all time? They're both really good quarterbacks. But just to me, the intelligence factor makes Brady the best quarterback. Yeah, well, and, I agree with that. And Brady studies so much film. We saw it in the documentary they put out on Facebook last year. And <laughs> it was that documentary. It was a five-episode documentary. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Where he gets his back rubbed by what's his name? His trainer, Gustavo. Yeah, and he also kisses his son in that one. That's yep. what everybody talked about. Mm-hmm. It's a in very the, good documentary. But he studies so much film that tells me then during the game he doesn't want to waste all that studying he did for the test. He wants to get an A on the test. I think he studies so much. He's like, I'm doing all that. I, you, I'm darn sure that when I'm at this line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every second I. I need i'm gonna study yeah. everything i need to it's almost dude he's just like a scholar when yeah. he's there he's not even like an athlete you know doing that he's like man i'm a thinker and and he does that in the game too and another thing that makes him look smart and i know he looks so silly when he does it but whenever he's about to get sacked he like curls up in field right. position and just gives up he looks like a baby he looks like a pansy but it's so smart another court every other quarterback would try to get rid of it quickly or try to break away quickly and just risk themselves from getting hurt he just falls and says just mark it down as a, as a loss. Yes, that's, that's why fine. We'll other quarterbacks take unnecessary damage. You In the NFL, you need a quarterback to win. You need a quarterback to win. Yeah. And he knows that without him, the Patriots are in trouble. So he might as well just protect himself. He might as well protect himself. Okay, if we have to punt, we have to punt. At least I'm here for the next series. Where all these other quarterbacks, they try to, oh, one arm it as they're yeah. getting drilled. There's no point. Yeah. You can tell yourself as a quarterback, you can say something. Okay, self, if the guy's coming at me, just go down. And that's what Brady does. All these other quarterbacks, they in try their to make head, a play out they of think, it. if a guy's coming at me, still try one more time to try yeah. to do something. Brady doesn't. And if it ha- if it works, it looks cool, and we all talk about it. Right. But- Aaron Rodgers, he's flashy. Ben Roethlisberger, he won't go down. And what happens? <sighs> they get hurt. They- when, when Roethlisberger goes down, it looks like a, Dude, a when falling he goes timber. Down, somebody's got his legs. Somebody's got his arm. He's like bent in it's half. It's like a tree in the forest going down. It's like, Ben, just go down. <laughs> Right, they want the spectacular, and that's why on Twitter people, they hate on Brady. Oh, it's so easy. Anybody can do it. If anybody can do it, why don't they do it? Like, the fake screen outside to the running back, and then they throw it to Gordon for the touchdown yesterday. Everybody's like, that's not that cool of a play. Guys, if it wasn't that, if it's that easy to do, why doesn't every team do it every game? It's hard to do. He manipulated the defense with his eyes, fake Pump, fun, uh, pump fake to the running back and hits Gordon for a 50-yard touchdown hey, wide open. And Gordon, we all knew that he was going to be awesome with the Patriots. And of course he is. He went from not in the NFL, he was substance abuse, his career wasn't looking good, Patriots take him. 
Hello, adopted son. We're going to bring you into a great home, and you're going to have a great life. We didn't talk about his, uh, what, first quarter suspension last week? He never was suspended. Okay, so what happened with that? Supposedly, he's been late to some meetings, and they asked him this week about, you know, have you been late to meetings? And he goes, if I have, they've done a good job of helping me along the way. Like, he's saying... They've taken him under his wing and they've taught, you know what I mean? He, he may be in the, in the Browns organization. It was okay to be late or he's not used to being held accountable. I'm sure you can be late in the Browns organization. <laughs> I bet dudes show up whenever they want. What's up, man? A little bit late traffic. Hey, oh, it's no all worries, good. Sit dude. down, Josh. Get in here. Good. Grab a football. Play some catch. <laughs> also, he probably maybe wasn't held accountable or he, you know, just yeah. his lifestyle. And so he's learning the Patriot way. He's learning that every minute matters every time and you have to be disciplined and that's part of the structure that he needs and is good for him, and it's good that the Patriots are still willing to work with him. Hmm. And the Packers are in trouble because they're now 3-4-1, and one, I believe. They are not making the playoffs. We are halfway through the season. I don't know how they get in the playoffs. That would be and well, I mean, well, the Bears. Are, there, well, the, let's see what their schedule looks like. Isn't Chicago running away with that division because the Lions are just they're donezo? And so then the Packers are doing what the Packers do. They're right around. Well, the Viking, the Bears are five and three. The Vikings are five, three, and one. The Packers are three, four, and one. So they're two games, two and a half games out of first. Then that power move needs to be made, or they ain't making the playoffs. Because look, Saints, they're making the playoffs. They're seven and one. Oh, Panthers duh. are six and two. I think they're making the yeah. playoffs. That's two. I think the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. Five, three, and one. That's three. Rams, eight and one. That's four. And the winner of the NFC East, five. So then you have one more team that's going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. One. The Packers are yeah. really in trouble. And, and they, they have a pretty easy schedule coming up, but they're they're going to face the Vikings. They're going to face the Bears. Um, they're going to face the Falcons. They so, play the Seahawks in Seattle. Oh, man. I, I mean, they I, I think they can win the next two. Like they, ha- I mean, they're a good team. I mean, this the game yesterday was amazing. I yeah, mean, they played the Rams a week ago. Um, that was a great yeah. game. Yeah, they, they lost twenty nine twenty seven. They lost thirty one seventeen to the Patriots. So, so but they're, they're close, both close losses. Games. Both losses. Correct. And they needed to win one of those two. I think. Well, it would be crazy if the Packers didn't make the playoffs because they're a really good they team. They are a good team. <laughs> but that's that's just the way it's set up. You right. know, like if your division's hard, it's hard. Like you're not going to get in. And everyone says, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers, what a great game!" And he. Didn't lose the game, and it was the fumble that you know cost them. Well, here's the problem. That was a pretty it, bad turnover. It was a bad turnover. So the Patriots go down and score a touchdown after Aaron Jones fumbles. Yeah. Okay, so they're down seven. And everybody talks about how great Aaron Rodgers is, best quarterback of all time. Well, then how come he didn't go down and score a touchdown? What did he do? They, I mean, they had to punt. Oh. They had to punt. And everybody, because on Twitter, I got in arguments last night. I was going back and oh, forth boy. with people. They're like, and they were like, Somebody well, they, had some time on his hands. <laughs> yes, I stayed up to like midnight after the game, arguing, with tweeting people. back and forth with people. And they're like, "Well, the the Packers were going to win until uh, Aaron Jones fumbled the football. Then the game well, was it, over. It was, was tied. They weren't. I was like, win. they were tied. So they go in, they score. I said, well, then the Patriots go down and score. There was still plenty of time left. And guess how many sco- points the Packers scored after that? Mister Aaron Rodgers, Mister Amazing, zero. How many did Brady score? Fourteen. Like, I mean. It, that's what they do. The Patriots just find a way to win. So impressive. So impressive. With Without Gronk and without their starting running back. That is so good. They got some solid little receivers that Brady loves. He loves his short little I receivers. Doesn't, it doesn't matter who it is, honestly. It doesn't dude. matter who it, it really is. It really doesn't. Exactly. Patterson, Patterson, like he was Patterson. terrible with the Vikings. He, he was got, terrible he, he, with the, out of the, the Raiders. Yeah, like, he, out, Vikings got rid of him. Raiders got rid of him. Okay, why? Well, Patriots will <laughs> and take. And now him. he's a star. Like it's not the, it's not him. 
I but, mean, they'll take anyone. It, Pitts said this the, while he was when he was on the podcast. Brother Pitts, a big Chiefs fan that comes in once in a while, he was like, "Man, Belichick put the j- janitor in there and they'll win a game." Exactly. I mean, that could have been the best thing Pitts has ever said. It's true. It is. Philip Dorsett <laughs> did nothing in Indy, and he's a fast guy. They, they he he's a he's not great in New England, but hey, he's serviceable. It's he weird. gets Chris Hogan. He was fine in uh, Buffalo. They bring him to. New England? It's weird. Dude, it's weird. So it doesn't good. matter who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. They will take the cast offs and they will make you good. I love it. It's weird. Love it. Then the other game of the day yesterday. Oh my God. The Rams and the Saints. The Rams and the Saints. If you have. What a game. I dude. mean, what a game. Offense, offense, offense. Very little defense, which you expect because they're both just loaded, loaded with weapons. I mean, my lock of the week. Uh, just not bragging, was Saints plus one and a half at home against the Rams. And I told you, take it to the bank. And I won the game. If you listen to me, you won money. Dude, if people listen to you, you won them a ton of money because ton that of money. was a lock. When we define lock, when we say take it to the bank, when we say Eddie shuts the door, when I say it's a lock, right now my, what I say is weak. What Eddie said, I, Eddie's ice cold as well. But when we say a lock, that means an easy bet that you win money. And lunch just proved what a lock is. You brought a lock back into it, and that is awesome. You did, because that, that was exa- an easy one. Dude, that was no. not an easy one, and you made it a lock. Yes, because the Rams were not going undefeated. They had to lose eventually. Eventually. Right. And this this was a double loss for the Rams. That's what's crazy. Is because not only did they get their first loss, but now if the Saints keep winning, they are the number one seed and the playoffs go through New Orleans because they have the... So if they tie with the same record at the end of the season... The Saints get home field advantage because they beat them head to head. That's crazy. That is a mm. double loss for the Rams. That is a huge, big deal. Huge deal. You don't want to go to New Orleans and try and play. No, in that did dome. you see how loud it was, dude? You cannot hear yourself. I've been in there. You cannot hear yourself thinking there. One thing the announcers pointed out that was so cool and was so right is how smart the Saints fans are. Because usually, the it's loud in a dome. Whenever the Saints had the ball on offense, it was dead silent, so they could hear Drew Brees. The play call, everything. It was dead. How do the silent. fans know to do that? Like I always feel, I always feel like the quarterback has to control the fans. Like, all right, guys, I know you're pumped. Right, but bring there, it down. like bring when, it down. You, when you're going to go for it on fourth down, yeah. the crowd gets crazy, and he's well, like, and that's it. the opposite of what the home team wants because they want to be able to hear the quarterback and draw the defense offsides or whatever they're trying to do. But the Saints fans, and that game was so entertaining. The only thing is, I'm going to say that game changed on what I thought was one bad call, one bad call. By the guys in the zebra uniforms. The fake punt by the Rams. I don't know how you don't say he got that first down. I don't know how, after review, you look at it and say he did not get the first down. It was a tie ball game and he Ingram, stretched it out. I mean, it was. And yeah, and Ingram was, had fumbled and they set up for the field goal and they fake it and he runs outside and it, he stretched out. He, and, and he was a good yard past the marker. Every angle I look at, I'm like, first down. And they review it, and they still say no first down. That is just that is where the game changed to me. Not saying they still had time to make it up, whatever. They still gave up all the points, but that's a big momentum shift right there. Who makes that? Is it the guy on the field? Are those refs deciding it, or is it somebody in New York talking in their ear like, "Hey guys, this is the no, call the guy, the guy on the field makes it." 
Don't you think it should be a guy chilling in New York who's got a better TV instead of this little little thing he's they looking at? They could see. They could see clearly. Dude, those, I think those problem, refs are looking through a kaleidoscope. No, no, no. Yeah, they're looking through the Microsoft tablet or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but but you sponsored. But you could see it. You can see it well enough. The problem with those coach is that you really don't know where the camera angle is and where I think all these uh, refs come back to the part where they're just like, I saw it with my own eyes. I was right in front of it. There's, you're not telling me that it's where it's it's past where I said it was. I saw it with my own eyes, and then they look at the screen, and they're like, yeah, that camera could be at a different angle. That's not what I saw. They have so many different camera angles that they're able to piece together on the re, the replay. So they can take a, a, a shot from this camera, a shot from this camera, and they can put them all on the screen and make it. I just don't know. I when I saw it live, when I saw the replay, when I saw everything, I was like, "That's a first down." The the the, the holder even got up celebrating because he he, he knew, knew he got a first he knew down. He did. My brother texts me immediately. First down, first down. Guys, I've been a camera guy for 20 years. I can tell you how to look at that. You look at angles. You look at shadows. You look at all that, and you can see where his shadow was. over. He His hand is probably no more than a foot above the ground. That shadow is accurate. It doesn't matter where the light's coming from. It's going to be a five-inch difference. He crossed the line 100%. I thought so, yes. But they said in the play stood. They didn't say it was confirmed. They just there wasn't enough to overturn it. So that's where the game changed to me. Either way, it was an incredible game. Both teams looked awesome. Offense, offense, awesome. And now it is time to start putting Michael Thomas in the conversation as best wide receiver in the NFL. No one talks about him because he's down in New Orleans. And I don't know why he doesn't get any love. Maybe because he's not loud. So yesterday he pulls out the cell phone from the goalpost in his t- celebration. Great. Put his name out there. But why do we, I mean, we need to talk about this guy. He is good. Why are we going to talk about him if we haven't even addressed Thielen being the, the best receiver in the NFL? We never even touched on Thielen. And now all of a sudden we're going to bring Michael Thomas in? No, yeah. no, no, no. And Thielen's hurt now. Like, so he didn't have his first 100 yarder. So, Forget that. We're not even talking about receivers anymore because we've already uh we've already ignored Thielen. Thielen no. is has been the best uh, receiver in the NFL. Thank God. Okay. So why are we gonna bring Thomas in all of a sudden? Well, do you guys remember when we grew up? It was always known Randy Moss, yeah. the number one receiver. Well, there wasn't a lot of it was weird because back then Randy Moss was the best. Like there was no one touching him. Jerry Rice was the best. Okay, when, no one even close. You're going a decade back even farther. What I'm saying is it was Randy Moss and then it was T.O. Those were these receive, the receivers. Who's that right now? There's so many. I mean, I want to say There's Odell so Beckham, but he's just I a mean, A.J. Like, Green is o- awesome. No, Odell Beckham, <laughs> what Odell Beckham is, is he's a loudmouth, so everybody talks about him. Yeah, he's, he's a in superstar. He gets the media. So is he as good as Michael Thomas? Guess no. who has more receptions in the last couple of years? Michael Thomas, more than Odell. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he doesn't talk at all. He is so quiet, and he plays in Houston. No one talks about him. Yeah. I think he is the best wide receiver in the NFL. If you watch him, he never drops a ball. He dropped a few uh, they, they, those, yesterday. When, when they hit his hands, boom. He has I mean, they. I, I don't know what he does to strengthen his fingers, but he is amazing. And, and guarantee, you know, five, ten yards after the catch. Like he every time. is a beast. <laughs> yeah. I love DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Antonio but, Brown. Antonio Brown. Thielen. He's good. That's what. I, so there's, there, there's a lot. There's yeah. a, right now. AJ Green. So we have more awesome receivers than we did back in the day. Yeah. You know why though? Also because we throw the ball more. Mm-hmm. You 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 you're more. 
gonna you're gonna see these guys playing wide receiver because you're throwing the ball more and more and more. It, receiver is more important. It used to be run, 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 run pass, one pass, run, 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 one pass. Now, yeah, why is that? Because they've they've loosened the rules on defense because they want more offense. The sp- the the spread it out, throw it, throw it, throw it. They want offense because the defense can't play defense or it's a it's a penalty. Mm. That's why. And that's why when all these records are being broken, it's cool. Like, oh, the most passing yards. Look, it's all quarterbacks within the last 10 years, 10 right. to 15 years. Well, because, we know the rules change, and that changes the records and all that. Right. It's like, oh, this guy's like, they say Matthew Stafford has 50,000 passing yards, whatever. I don't even know. But it's like, well, yeah, that's impressive. But everybody nowadays has that many because that's all they do is throw the ball. Right. Long. They just throw the ball. <laughs> just right. throw the ball. As fans, we know that. We know the game's changed. So we're not like, oh my gosh, you broke a record. We're like, oh, that's cool you broke a record. But you guys I, throw it all the time now. Records so don't even it. impress me anyway. They really, dude, they they're really, just going to be broken. The only impressive record in, that I can think of is the home run record. Other than that, I didn't give a, I don't give a crap about any record. When you that, don't care about the hitting streak or that, Cal that, Ripken that, Jr. If somebody that, gets close to 56 games, yes, that would be amazing. Cal Ripken Jr. playing however many games. That was cool, but it will never be broken. It'll never be broken. Baseball records are pretty cool, I think. Never be broken. Okay. So that what we're saying now is the baseball records are kind of cool. It seems like the other sports records aren't that cool. Yeah. The Bulls when they went seventy two and ten, that was really cool. <laughs> it's unheard of. But then the, didn't the Warriors beat it? They beat it, and it ended up not being as cool as when the. Well, Bulls you know why did it's it. not as cool? Because they, they didn't stacked. win the NBA championship. Oh, oh okay. And they were stacked. It's they had the cool. Super team. It's well, some of the. I mean, the Bulls, Bulls had were a super, super team. Super team. <laughs> I mean, Bulls had Jordan, Pippen, Rodman. I mean, come on, Boris Grant. Come on, they, they were really good. <laughs> Luke Longley. <laughs> That's the thing. Is if you don't win the championship, I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't really care. Like I, 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 it's time to start talking about Alabama football as the best of all time. I mean, yeah, oh, uh, right, they, guys. The they national have to, championship is over. They, they don't even need the, this year. They don't need the fourteen playoff, guys. We're good without it. They need to be <laughs> talked about as the best college football team ever. Of course, dude. What do you think the spread would be, Alabama and Clemson, right now? Nine points is what I read. Nine. Nine. Alabama 9, and if it's Notre Dame, I think it was 13 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I think the only team that could give them a little bit of trouble is Clemson. Look. And, L- L- and a little bit of trouble. LSU, they got dominated. But they did get a little pressure on Tua. They did make them look human. They had to punt a few times. They didn't score an opening drive touchdown for the first time all season. So LSU did some good things on defense getting to t- but it didn't matter. Hmm. And they just if, slowly wore you down, and they kick, and and the announcers kept saying, "Oh, when they get their best player back, that who the safety that was suspended or linebacker White on LSU. Oh, they just got to keep it close till halftime, guys. It doesn't matter. You got to score points to win the game. You were down sixteen to nothing at half. You lost twenty nine to nothing. So that guy made a three point difference. Congratulations. I mean, uh, what? <laughs> and you still didn't score. I think it was almost halftime, and they showed a stat." The LSU Tigers had 68 yards of offense. That is terrible. Dude, Bama's good. you got to bet them now because once it gets down to the national championship, it's over. Bet them now what, to win the whole thing? Yeah. I mean, what is that They're, they're, they're huge to, favorites right now I mean, already. you have to put down they, like 10 grand to win 100 bucks. They look so awesome, but I am a little bit worried about Tua. His knee, he seen, whenever he takes hits, he's slow getting up, and oh, I'm really? like, oh, man, he's got that brace on his knee. And I, I start getting nervous. I start getting nervous. I'm like, dude, Tua, get up, dude, get up, because he is so he's fun to watch. He's good. He threw his first interception. That's what I'm saying. LSU did some things to make him a little uncomfortable, but they still won 29 to nothing over the number three team in the country, and they dominated. 
the you, game. You got to put down a thousand to win three hundred. Yeah, exactly. They dominated the game from the start. Dude, it you, was, you, what I found out, he loves Alabama. I almost want to get you a jersey. No, and no, he no. loves Tua. Yeah, can I want to get, get you a jersey. I want to get no. him a Tua because when he talks about Tua, he talks about Tua like he would talk about his son. He's like. Oh Tua. yeah, he, and he's stressing out. You know when he gets up slow. <laughs> guys, hey, Cook, can, what's the old coach's name with the hat? Old Bear Bryant. Coach. Can I get you a Bear Bryant hat? No, <laughs> guys, I'm not an Alabama fan. I just like seeing awesome football. I like seeing teams that are awesome, and Alabama is awesome. It used to. I used to hate watching Alabama because they would win nine to six. They would dominate, win nine to six, and okay, it was so boring because Nick Saban would not open up the offense. Now that they have a quarterback that can throw, <laughs> they have some talented wide receivers. They are so good. So good. And, and nobody, if you watch that game and you want to say, because people saying before this game, well, Alabama hadn't played anybody. Their defense hadn't been tested. Has their defense been tested now? The number three team in the nation didn't score a point. Not a single point. Alabama could end up being the best college football team of all time. For sure. Yeah, they've been dominant. No they've been dominant year after year after year, and that game was must see TV. Boom, LSU, Alabama, oh, 29. like a terrible outcome. Like right, sort of like that, Michigan, Penn State. Michigan just dominated. What happened Domin- to Penn State? Terrible. That, well, I don't even think terrible. I think Michigan's defense is really good, really good. They their offense uh, it doesn't strike me as electrifying like Alabama, but their defense just wears you down, wears you down, wears you down, and they just dominate. McSorley looked terrible. He was awesome last year, launching the ball, touchdowns. What One of his interception passes, it looked like it took no thought whatsoever. That was just a knee-jerk reaction. He threw a horrible interception pick six. He just didn't look good at all. And he was an he was a Heisman Trophy finalist. Yeah, well, Did there's you, only one Heisman Trophy winner this year. I know, but he it's used to be Tua. A, Tua is winning the Heisman. I love during the broadcast of the Oklahoma game. You, he's not that big of a favorite. No, listen, I don't care what that says. They say, "Oh, could Kyler Murray with a big game? Could they?" Pa-? He can't pass Tua. Tua is the Heisman Trophy winner. No Heisman Trophy odds available at the exactly. moment. Exactly. Mm. They're recalculating after Tua's game. Yeah, they're recalculating because <laughs> Tua is going to win the Heisman. Period. I, I, you can't give it to anybody else. You can't. Oklahoma quarterback, but you can't give it to him. And other than that, I mean, is there anybody else that stands up there? No, that's it. Those, are, those, to... those are the two people. I, I mean, mean, Will Greer from I West throw, Virginia. I would throw the Georgia quarterback in there, but he won't win it. What in the world? Yeah. No. You, you <laughs> he, won't, he, won't, he, he won't even get invited to Atlanta, uh, into New York for the ceremony. He won't even be top five. He, he he He's good, but he's not. Coach, he won't even be invited to a local ceremony at Georgia really? award ceremony. He won't even win Georgia oh. Offensive Player. No, he will win Georgia. He wouldn't go to the Macon uh, Chamber of Commerce dinner? <laughs> That's what I mean. I just And Dang. Kyler Murray's fun to watch, but he is not, right. he, he's not going to beat out Tua. He, he's flashy, and he runs around, and he's fast. Yes, but Tua Michigan just, State quarterback. What's, what's his name? That got Lombardi? Not Michigan State. Uh, Michigan. Patterson, Shea Patterson. Yeah, Shea Patterson. He, he won't go win. in the mix? No. No, I wouldn't say he's winning. I, no, Tua's going to win. Not even in the mix. Wow. Not even in the mix. Hmm. Can't even sniff. The running Tua. back for Notre Dame? What's his name? I don't know. You brought him up. Yeah, he's really good. No, he's good. I don't know his name. Maybe Notre he, he, Dame, could, he could be in the mix. Notre Dame had a str- struggle against Northwestern. They ended up pulling away at the yeah. end, but... I watched. I mean, their defense is soft, but I watched them, and I'm like, they can't hang with Alabama. They can't. They cannot hang with Alabama. I thought they would, and I was hoping they would, but there's no chance. There's nobody that can. We already know this. Even I feel like Clemson can give them trouble. I really do, but I just— They can give them trouble sort of like LSU gave them trouble. A maybe. little more but trouble. I, but I think 
Clemson's offense is more advanced than LSU. I think they with the Sunshine Lawrence back there at quarterback. Love sunshine. Can I get you a Sunshine jersey? No, I just like to call him Sunshine. Because Whatever happened to that other dude, the backup for Clemson, that kind of played yeah, a little bit. He, where's he? He still wait, plays wait, sometimes. Bryant? Yeah. No, the old starter, he transferred. He's out. I know, but he decided not to come back. He's for sure out. He's he, out. Oh. Like he said, once he lost his starting job, he's out. All he right. visited North Carolina. I don't know if he signed with North Carolina, but I know that he's gone. Well, they play another guy that comes in. Who yeah, the, I don't. Pff, he's the third string. <laughs> but he'll, he'll still, he's probably still a stud quarterback if he's going to Clemson. He's probably a stud. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes. So, Alabama, unbelievable. Then I watched the Texas-West Virginia game. And if you guys did not watch this game. I watched it. Highly entertaining highly entertaining and there's two i don't care who won or lost i i'm not a fan of either team i just want to talk about two things that switched the game like they tried to switch the game and then it switched the game ellinger got the first down they said and first down but then they review it and they said oh his helmet came off and he was short of the line to gain there is no way in that jumbled pile of mess they could see that. that they could see where he was when his helmet started to come off and where the ball was. There is no, not enough evidence to overturn that call of a first down. So Texas fans have an absolute right to be so mad about that. There, I, I watched it live, and I'm like, okay, first down. Then they go to replay, and they say, oh, overturned because his helmet started coming off. In that, because he was diving for it on fourth and one whatever there's no way they could see it there's just no way they could see it okay whatever you don't i mean different view on the field i mean we don't know what they what they can see on the field they called first down then they go to the video and you're telling me there was video you saw pretty much what they they were watching yeah they were showing us the replays on tv they're like oh there's no way they can overturn this they come back actually the player was short of the line of the game when his helmet came off i'm like you didn't even know his helmet came off till he got up from the bottom of the pile yeah and he had a bloody lip. That's the only time you knew that he had lost his helmet. So for you to say that you definitely saw his helmet come off early when before he reached the first down, that, that's just not right. It was unacceptable. It was a bad call. Then Will Greer throws the touchdown, the 35-yard touchdown, back of the end zone. Bomb city. It was a beautiful pass. Beautiful pass. And they're celebrating, and they do the horns down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, you, you don't want to do horns down in Austin. Oh, tough, dude. tough getting out of Austin. Not, not a Daryl K. Dude, I did it one time at the bar horns down. I thought some dude was going to knock my head off. Do not do horns don't down do in it. Austin. Don't do it. And for the first time ever, I saw the ref throw a flag for doing the horns down. Oh, he must have been from Texas. Unsportsmanlike conduct. That is a cheap call. That is bullcrap. I have never seen it called. They let them get away with a lot. The guys are starting to dance a little bit when they go into the end zone now. They're cheering. They're doing this. They're do- one guy got flagged one time when he clapped the hand of a fan in the crowd. Like It's subjective. Whatever they decide right. with this. It's and- right. Whatever they decide. Bad but at that point, <laughs> if you were going to do horns down penalty, then you would have to flag the other team every single game because they're on their sideline doing, doing horns down. So throw the flag all the time. The first time to ever call it that I've ever seen it called is not after that touchdown with 30 or 40 seconds left, whatever, to put Texas with great field position when they only need a field goal to win. That is trying to get involved in the game, and you don't need to Ooh. do it. I, I have You're no calling do- shady business here? No, I'm saying I have no dog in the fight, but I thought the Ellinger call was bad. Like, that was a first down. There, there's no way you can overturn it. And you cannot give him unsportsmanlike conduct and 
cost them 15 yards on the kickoff for doing horns down when teams do it every single game. They all game. do start the game. Everybody does it, and you never call it. And the time you're going to call it is when they just threw a beautiful touchdown pass to take the lead in a highly emotional, highly competitive game, and you think it's okay to throw the flag for 15 yards. It didn't end up hurting the game because West Virginia held on and won, but that was a bad Bush League place to call that. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> but now, hey, the president's been set. No more horns down. But you know, like when people go to court and they're like, oh man, I hope the judge is in a good mood today. Like, you know, that's a thing. Like sometimes the judge is in a bad mood and he gives you like, forget it, you're death. I'm going to give you the death penalty because I'm in a bad mood. Like, do you feel like that's the way it is with refs too? Like if they're in a bad mood oh, and they coach, just feel like they it, can get they can get kicked out of being a ref if they're not good. They all their stuff gets analyzed and reviewed and stuff. So you got to be good because there, there, there has to be consistency with this call. Like there has to be some more something more than I didn't like that. I'm going to give you a flag. Like if you can find me another instance where they the horns down got a 15 yard penalty, I'd love to see it because I maybe he did double horns down. Oh, maybe no. he oh, just the double, double horns down. Oh, oh my god, no. dude! If you did in Austin double horns down, that's pretty. Well, one's pretty bad. Well, you go you double, do double, dude. In Austin, <laughs> you might as well do the bird in the five one two. What if he did a horns down in a bird? Oh no no no, that's that's too much. Now the bird, okay, the bird well, I that, see. That, that's automatic. That's an automatic. I get I get the flag. That's okay. a, a universally hey, known bad symbol. I'm waiting for that player that just is rogue and just doesn't even care. Enters the end zone. He he doesn't care about it. And he just birds. And it. he goes double birds. Listen, there's one thing that Bevo's horns do not do. They don't go down. That's why horns down. That's right. If Bevo f- sleeps, his horns are down. No, Bevo's asleep on the field. Don't when Bevo was on the side up. of the field, like Don't standing cows, up, because cows sleep do. standing up. That's yeah. creepy, dude. And yeah. they close the streets and stuff for Bevo. I've been trying to drive before when they get Bevo through the city to the game, and they'll, they have like cops going through it. The uh, well, yeah, the he's very important. I know the horse trailer that's rolling has cops falling, up, motorcycle yeah. cops. It's driving like forty miles an hour on city streets. All these side streets are closed. Boom, get Bevo to the game. Oh, all these animals, the Georgia bulldog. Oh, yeah. I mean, they all get oh, yeah. treated like royalty. Yeah. Like, Sure, tiger. Cool. Oh man, how would you like to be in? I, I mean, I, I get un- wanting to be that Bevo handler, the Georgia Bulldog, or you know, <laughs> what are you about the tiger? Oh, dude, I am not going to be the handler? tiger handler. <laughs> what was it, the col- circus dude? Dude, the Colorado Buffalo. <laughs> oh my, there's it's, no way it's Buffalo to dude before. Yes, but coach, because th- I would th- never these, be the these Buffalo animals handler. are sedate. They are high as a kite. Like they are sedated. I know. Like they, there's no way they can just come. You're normally. telling me Ralphie is sedated? Do you see him running out of that tunnel? The Buffalo. Yeah, he's sedated. Oh my, if that's sedated, they probably give him half a dose. <laughs> like something. He comes Enough rumbling so down the can, field. Oh. Dude, those guys have to chase it and grab onto him or else yeah, they he's grab on go the, kill they, somebody. They, yes, they got to grab on the ropes. I'd rather be a Wisconsin Badger handler. I don't and even, then the Florida State Seminoles, they let some guy come in. No, from, well, Coach, he's just a dude, though. He's an actor? Yeah. <laughs> I thought for a second. <laughs> he thought he was a real dude. Oh, when he comes in on the horse? A guy from the reservation. He's like, ah! Throws the spear in the center of the field, and it's on it's fire, like, It's dude. like Texas Tech. The girl comes in on the saddle with the flag. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. Coach, but. he's wearing all the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Coach, that's just a All right. All right. Dude, that's why, right, right. That's why. That, that, that's why there's an argument that they should not not do that. Not do that. They just shouldn't do it.
But you realize, <laughs> so okay, okay, but you realize, I used to wrestle on Indian reservations. They still, some of them still wear, they'll wear feathers no, yeah, and moccasins and stuff like that. I know, they but they're not going to send their dude, like, hey, right. will you go to the Florida State game real quick? I know you have this Saturday. I have next Saturday. Like, they right. don't do that. <laughs> That's like Big Pits. I heart Big Pits. When he goes to the Chiefs he, games, he wears a headdress. He has a headdress sometimes, but he says he feels bad wearing it sometimes. Good. He and, he's, and he says it's because it blocks the view of the person behind exactly. him. And I've always encouraged him. I'm like, hey, wear it, wear it. Because I want to, I've never seen, if he really wore that, I'm like, oh my gosh, you would be the most obnoxious person in the stands. There was a sure. guy back in the day for the the Redskins that he was he always wore a headdress. Remember him? Yeah. The Diesel, I think, or I don't know what they called him. The Diesel? Is that his name? I, it was something like that. I don't know. And I, it's funny how you remember fans. Like the Jets have Fireman Ed. Fireman Ed. Yeah. Oh, he was so annoying. He was Does he even so, exist anymore, but now I don't even I don't know. He got mad because <laughs> something about they didn't want to give him the same seats or they told him he couldn't do it at some point. Like he was at a pre preseason game against the Giants, but it wasn't the Jets home game. And he tried to do his thing, and he got in trouble. And he was like, "That's it. I'm not renewing my like. Who are you? You're just a regular dude. Yeah, you're you just idiot. a fan, like, like everyone no one else. cares about you. You loser. Like, I know you think you're entitled to go J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Like, okay, they'll just get Booty Barbara. I mean, I don't know Fireman Barbara. Ed. Well, I couldn't think of a something to go with Barbara. No, <laughs> Fireman Ed. I couldn't think of a no, occupation. Police for, Jim. Yeah, or yeah, or bakery Barbara. Right. Like I mean, like okay, you're you're important. I if guess. you're behind those people, you hate them. At the Titans game, there's a guy that dresses in a pineapple, and so what? if really? you're sitting behind him, you're literally looking at a pineapple. That is stupid. That so is and they got him. You got Ed yelling the entire game. Those fans are probably fun, uh, but if you're right behind them, that's the worst seat in the house. Yes, it, it, guy that's that, wearing the headdress, terrible. Also, the the guy that wears the pineapple. I understand you want to stick out and oh, you know, people talking, you look funny. How comfortable is it to watch a game when you're wearing the pineapple outfit or just a full, like people that go with a real helmet on? Like, they're the pineapple guy is just going to stand out. He's not it. comfortable in that. It doesn't even really support the Titans. It's supporting Hawaii because he used to live in Hawaii. No, because of Mariota. Right. Yeah, that's what he's talking Mariota. about. Mariota. But he's Hawaiian. wearing, it's like he's yeah. supporting this. But <laughs> he's I'm like, play for Oregon. But it's almost like he's not a fan of the Titans. He's a fan of pineapples where Mariota's from. It's like, what are you talking about? Like the people that wear the Oregon Ducks yeah. jerseys. He's yeah. not playing college anymore. He's on an NFL team now. And so what? You can still have his jersey from college. I know, but it just feels like they're a fan of him and not a fan of the Titans. Okay, but that's okay. Though? I know a lot of people do that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people nowadays because guys switch teams so much. Yeah. that they're a fan of players instead of teams. I was always a plan. Like growing up, I was just a fan of Joe Montana. I was a 49ers fan when he was with 49ers and the Chiefs. I rooted for the Chiefs when he played for them. See, that's what I'm talking about. Usually, back in the day, though, they usually stayed with the same team a Correct. lot longer. So you got attached to him and then you got attached to the that team. team. Yeah. Or you were attached to the team and you became attached to that player once they became part of that team. Nowadays, it's more individual players. Like, I'm an Odell Beckham fan. I'm a Julio Jones sure. fan. I'm a you know Jimmy Garoppolo fan. I'm a Phillip Rivers fan. And they'll play for four teams by the time they By the retire. time they're done. So you have four different jerseys, four different shirts, four <laughs> different allegiances. I mean, it changes every weekend. Hey, what about the guy wearing the headphones? What's he listening to? The radio yeah, broadcast? Yeah, he's re- listening to the radio broadcast. And, and isn't that delayed? And if you're going there with No, I think the radio is on time. Is it? I don't know. It's still I don't 40 seconds delayed. I would think it's 40 seconds. Like, like just because our, Coach, radio, it's all delayed, our yeah. radio show is delayed. But I think delayed, in so the I've... stadium, you can listen to it live. Like, oh, okay. When you're in the stadium, Great I call. think you have the live feed. Okay. So you tune into a different station to get I the live feed. I think so. Feed. And the okay. guy that's listening to the radio, you don't want to listen to the crowd noise. Isn't that the reason you're at the game? Well, you would like to maybe the, the announcer see something that you don't see and they 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 point it out on the radio yeah. sort of like oh this guy was open or the guy was you know what I mean like you could definitely see he had a the wide open receiver over here or there was definitely holding 
you don't quite know what you're seeing, and so that's why you listen to the radio broadcast. I, I, mean, I always wondered, because like, I see a bunch of dudes with headphones or you know, whatever listening to stuff. I'm like, what are they listening to? White Stripes? Who are the White Stripes? The band. Going like, to give it to you. Yeah. No, no, no. no. White Stripes is like, dun, 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 dun. Okay, I've dun. heard that one yeah. before. Yeah. I Jack just thought White. They, I thought they were listening to music. No, they're listening to the radio broadcast. Okay, that makes sense. And I, and I always thought, okay, that's weird. But my dad said he prefers to listen to it on the radio. Really? Like he likes it on the radio better than the uh, Dude, sometimes I'll be on the road and I'm, I'm listening to a game. It's fun. It takes, I mean, I don't know if it's it's the way it was back in the 40s or the 50s or whatever, listening to baseball on the radio. My my mom said that my dad, my grandfather, that's all he did, listen to baseball on the radio. And I would picture myself like, dude, this is how everyone listened to sports back in the day. That must yeah. have been really cool. I enjoy it. Oh, the coolest thing to do is if you're driving, you have a little bit of a road trip for two, three hours on a Sunday is listen to an NFL game. It's fun. It is amazing. I've done that with traveling with family and stuff. You leave home, you turn on the radio, do a football game. Next thing you know, three hours blew by. Brady, he's getting ready for the snap. He looks to his left. They got Edelman in motion. He tells, he takes a snap. They're going. Edelman's going down the field. He fakes it to Michelle, and he's going. He looks to his left. He looks to his right. It's a 30-yard catch by Edelman. This the is, Patriots are at the 30-yard line. This is the NFL on your radio. We'll pause for 10 seconds for the stations to identify themselves. Also, I like if you're listening to the local broadcast. Oh, and I like the, I love the Homer announcers. Absolutely. That, that is exactly the way it should be you should be a homer announcer if you're the local affiliate cheering for your team and i i don't want the oh you know i want the are you kidding me that was a first down what are you calling you know i love what were we that. listening to we were listening to something the other day you and i we were driving together and they were playing you were like dude listen to this guy i love that crowd it was the titans the guy titans he, on he, Sunday? something <laughs> happened <so> homer <laughs> Yeah, he is so Homer, and I love that. Oh, like, they were in London. They were in they London. They were in London, yes. and it, some play happened. I don't know what happened, and he was just like, he he was so disappointed or so excited, one of the two, and I was like, that is exactly, <laughs> how, trash. That is exactly how you should be if you're the local broadcast for a team. Dude. But so hey. so, so <laughs> it, while you're listening to it, it's funny, too, I noticed this. Listen to the crowd behind the announcer. He is probably about 10 seconds behind the actual play. Just so he can get his words right. Because you can't call it as you're watching it. It's just, it's got to be really hard. Listen to it. You'll hear the play and, and and he's going, and it's complete. And the crowd's already stopped. He caught it like 10 seconds ago. It's complete. Edelman caught it with his end of the corner of the end zone. It's a touchdown. And I noticed it. I'm like, that's funny. Because he can't mess up. He's got to be 100% sure that was Edelman. He can't just guess because if he's wrong, he can't go back. But he's delayed. He is delayed talking about 10 seconds after the play actually happens. Huh. But I'm the not... TV guys are right on. Well, because they're watching it with you. They have better screens? Well, they're watching what you're watching. Okay. They're not what The radio I... guys don't have a TV they like might. the TV guys do. The radio guys are probably just have binoculars. They might, but if, huh. you, if you notice the TV Yeah, I'm confused brought... how you, the TV guy's on and the radio guy's not then. Well, I've the... never listened. I, I don't ever listen that much on the radio. Well, I, well I'll try tonight. I'll try to get in the car. And listen a little bit to the uh, uh, Tex- Titans and uh, Cowboys yeah. and see if I can tell that. And I'll tell you this. The TV guys are paid more. I mean, they're the big TV guys. Oh, yeah, yeah you think? Bigger, right, so they have, they have bigger TVs they're looking at and stuff. The radio guys aren't paid as much as that. So, the, honestly, they have binoculars. But also, have... you got to understand, the ra- the TV guys have people feeding them in the ears. Like, right. oh, that was caught by sure. Edelman. Because you can't, with all those people, you wouldn't be able to tell right away who that is. That's why I think there's a 10-second delay that he's even calling because he wants to make sure that's Edelman mm-hmm. or whoever that is catching the ball. And did you guys – I just want to say I, I usually don't like to call for people to get fired. Uh-oh. 
But, but Vance, but, but you Joseph, have you. you I know. I, I like to okay. call for people's right. heads. Vance Joseph, the head coach of the Denver Broncos. I don't know how they don't fire him. This dude is. I mean, I don't know if he just doesn't know what he's doing. If he's just overwhelmed by being a head coach in the NFL. Going into halftime yesterday, there's 20 seconds left on the clock, and he brings his field goal unit out to try a 63 <laughs> yard field goal. Like, what in the world? There's probably like, like a 5% chance he'd make that. Right. Okay, I get it if there's three seconds left. Cool, because then the Texans... So they kick it. There's still 17 seconds on the clock. You gave the Texans the ball. They completed one pass, kick a field goal. And guess what the final score was? 19-17, to I believe. They won by two points. Wow. You gave them a free three points. And there's video uh, circulating on the internet. Bill O'Brien, the head coach of the Texans... That he's running oh. off at halftime, and he claps his hands, and he goes, thank you, you blanking idiot. Wow. Nice. Wow. Great yeah, catch. That's, it's really funny. I don't I'll know have to look it, that up. You got to look it up, and it's really – I'm like, why would you even try? I get it, but there's no – but when 20 seconds left, if he misses it, you're giving him the ball on your side of the field. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, 63 yards. You know there's a really, really good chance he's going to miss it. He's going to miss it. <laughs> I mean, it's so dumb. That's such a deep field goal, too. That's so deep. Yeah. The one dude for Carolina hit one close to that. Wait, and they were in Denver, weren't they? Yes. The thin air travels farther. Oh. Right. I understand they, they think thin air is going to travel farther, but 63 yards with 20 seconds. Like, come on. Punt the ball. Punt the ball. The kicker must have just been like, dude, like, I'm not even I kidding. I don't care. I don't I think for... the kicker has any call in that decision. Well, the kicker like... goes to him before the game and tells them what they're comfortable with kicking from how far and which direction like oh this direction i'm comfortable from 52 yards this direction because the wind i can hit from 50 47 yards things like that they did, do, did he reach the goal i don't think so okay and they're I, all more, I didn't, a majority of kickers are more comfortable from the right hash the left hash sucks so is if that right yeah, i don't know yeah my my buddy's a friend uh, and he's a kicker oh yeah who's yeah. your buddy south beach <laughs> oh my god south beach is a kicker he Goat. kicked in college <laughs> The right hash he, is easier. He kicked at Texas State? At, uh, but he went to Texas State. At our school in Chicago, and then he transferred to Texas State, and he got kicked off the team. Hmm. He didn't make it. There's a lot of – I mean, each kicker is different. Every kicker has a different way they where yeah. they want it, they, and they tell him where they want it. Here, I want it right in the middle, so that's why you see him sneak it over and lay down, and all yeah. right, let's kick the But, Coach, when you say you have a friend that does something cool, it's usually what, South Beach? Yeah, he's yeah. done a lot. He's been around. And he lives in Cali, L.A., Vegas. He does. He's been to these major cities. He's played major sports. He's got a lot of life experiences. Yeah. Okay. Was he a good kicker? When the school, What's his career long? Uh, I, I believe he – I mean <laughs> – I, I can't even look at it. It was tough in college, but I believe he would He would shoot 40s. And in his high school tape, he was hitting 50 yarders. That's how he got into a – 50? He got, it was a D2 school in Chicago we went to, and he was wait, a wait, wait, kicker. Wait, wait, He was hitting 50 – Yarders in high school, yeah, he and he t- and he didn't get scholarship offers. I mean, that is automatic. It was a it was bit, that's an automatic top twenty five school offer. But he, he we went to a private Christian school. They didn't give out these huge scholarship no, 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 offers. No, no, no. no I'm talking about the other but schools. But in, in high school, if he's kicking fifty yarders, yeah, Alabama would have wanted him. Coach, in high school, nobody's kicking fifty yarders. Well, nobody. I'm not saying he kicked maybe one every Dicker game. the kicker. There's rare occasions that sure, it, that, but those are the best he's of the best. Go to the NFL. Yeah, I mean, he had game tape of him kicking a 50-yarder. That's how you get into a college. Otherwise, the colleges don't go and recruit kickers. They do you now. You are wrong. But I'm saying back in the day, he said— Oh, recruiting kickers? No, Coach, that's, yes, they well, need they But need he kickers. said they didn't recruit him. He had to send his tape in, so that's that how That means he, he wasn't that good. 
Well, then that's he had 50 yarders. That's how he got his scholarship. He Dang, went into dude, a college. I would think 50 yarders. Your yeah. head coach is sending it out to it, everyone. If, it, yeah, I feel like if you're kicking, like sort of like the kicker for, well, what's crazy? The kicker for LSU, you know his story? No. He was at some small, small school. I'm, let me look it up. I can't even remember the name. I can, it's like Assumption College. Never heard of it. Exactly. And finally, LSU needed a kicker. And the coach was like, dude, you got to go. Like, they're recruiting you. You've got to go play at LSU. His, there was like a, a five a 1,000 people at the whole stadium in his college stadium. And now he's playing at LSU where there's like 100,000. Like, that is, like, I think it was Assumption College. In high school, while you're looking this up, in high school, um, I my front yard had two palm trees. The perfect distance between the two palm trees was a field goal post. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I would just, every day after school, I would just kick and practice and practice and practice. I'm like, you know what? In college, if I feel like I want to maybe try to walk on as a kicker, I'm going to try it. And so in college, I'd have my girlfriend, my wife now, she would go to the field, practice field with me, and she would hold, and I would nail 30 yarders. Now, I would probably be, like, 8 out of 10 for 30 yards. 35, 50%. 40, I mean, it was so hard for me to hit a 40-yarder. But I was really considering being a walk-on kicker. Did you kick in high school? No. And so then you were going to just kick in college? Yeah, because I had practiced in high school with my little palm trees. And I was like, you know what? It's college. Like I'm at Sam Houston State. They probably don't have a great kicker. I can just try walking on. I never did it, though. Oh, I thought you were going to say How no. far were you kicking them? A thirty. I was about eight out of nine, eight out of ten with thirty yarders. About fifty percent at thirty-five. Forty, really bad. So I don't even think they'd want me if no. I can't kick a forty-yard field goal. And, and, and it's easy to kick them when there's no pressure. No, no, no. If pressure <laughs> or, or some big dude coming right, after defensive you. Defensive lineman jumping up to block it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get the trajectory. Trajectory. trajectory correct. The timing. I yes. mean everything. But if you sent them game tape of you, it would have just been you kicking Me, into some palm trees. My, that yeah, would have been two, awesome. The two dude. palm trees in my front yard. <laughs> yeah, Cole Tracy went to Assumption College. Assumption so, College. So what was his story? How did they find him? Well, it's in Louisiana. So they needed a kicker. I bet they they have a Rolodex of the kickers in the state at these schools that they always can have on the back burner. And that's what we were talking about. I'm sure South Beach would have been on a Rolodex if he was any good. Yeah. He went D2. So he wasn't D1, but he was D2, which is better than any of us did. It's true. That is so crazy. So awesome. All right, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Let's let's. Hey, I wanted to bring something up real quick. I saw a UT in the Texas game. Okay, Ellinger, he, they're at the goal line, and it's like he breaks the huddle and he's walking up to the line. He's waiting for everyone to set up, and he starts like dancing. Oh, and not a floss, but he's doing kind of like a just a silly dance with his tongue out, like ah, 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 like all right. And the announcer's like, all right, Ellinger, just having a little fun before the big the big play. What, to me, it was like. All right, kid. Like I know you're. I don't know if you're nervous that you're gonna make a like a silly dance or what. But why do you think he he would act that that way? Oh, they were probably still waiting for the comeback from a time. That no, no. Out. It was literally like break the huddle. We're lining up and everyone's getting set up, and he was just like, ah, and and even everyone, even the announcer, was just like, this is kind of weird. I gotta find video of this so you can see it. But it was just like. I don't know if he's just. It's a nervous thing. Like I'm a little stressed out, so I'm gonna just kind of be silly for a second or maybe he was just showing that he's not stressed out you know maybe he's throwing the defense for a loop of being like okay why is he acting this way it's kind of weird yeah i don't i 
I have no idea. I can't say anything because I it is did, it, it, it caught it my all. eye and I was just like, it's very strange. I've never seen a quarterback do this in that situation. No, nope, didn't see it. And they ended up scoring, but it's just weird. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, and speaking of high school, I, I want to talk about this. The Gold Glove winners were announced yesterday. So, third baseman. Machado. No. Oh. Matt Chapman for the Athletics in the American League. And Nolan Arenado for the Rockies. Arenado. Arenado, whatever. For the Rockies. You want to hear something crazy? Hmm. This blows my mind. When Nolan was a senior in high school, guess who the backup was to him on that high school team? A little lanky sophomore named Matt Chapman. Hmm. So when Nolan pitched, Chapman played shortstop. That is unbelievable. They both made it to the pros and they won a gold glove the same year, same position. How were they in high school? Were they like national champs? I mean, mean, they must have won it all four years. They must have been unstoppable. But they said that Chapman was just a lanky 155-pound kid that he played shortstop when Nolan pitched in high school. And they go to the major leagues and they win a gold glove, same position, same year. I want to go to that town and bottle up some of that city water. I mean, that is so crazy. Okay, Grandpa, that's that's what everyone said when I was growing up. Boy, you're drinking this. Well, what kind of water are they drinking? Look at this football team. Why is that team twice our size? (laughs) (laughs) Must be something in the water. Must be something in the water, that's right. Uh, Yeah, water. You know what this past weekend was? It was not only the best football weekend, it was also baby weekend. In Philadelphia, all the babies born this weekend were conceived after the Super Bowl. Wow. That's kind of weird. That, this was Super Bowl weekend. Dang. All those babies. All these babies born this weekend are Super Bowl babies. Dang. Celebrating the Eagles' victory. And they're getting it on. And then they got babies now. Congratulations <laughs> to all those Eagles fans that celebrated in style. And hopefully you named them after an Eagles player. Yeah, and, and all you kids, just know that you were made out of love. No one was drunk. No one was, like, wasted celebrating. Oh, yeah, no one was, it was ma- all out of love. Yeah, all out of love. <laughs> it wasn't like caught up in the moment. Nah, like, oh, nah, yeah, nah, nah, go nah. Eagles, go Nick Foles. Yeah, nah, nah. Hey, here, here, let me do the Philly, the Philly special. <laughs> let me do the Philly special. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. They, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They did the. How Philly many special. days that night that were like, oh, I yeah. did the Philly special? No, they at the bar. Hey, girl, you come back to my place. I'll show you. I'll the show you the Philly special. Yeah. Oh, we're having a baby. Oh, what me? What me? No, no, that's a little too Philly special that's a little too philly special <laughs> and then benjamin watson the tight end for the yeah. saints he scores a touchdown did you see his celebration no oh no i, I he, think i missed it he stuck the ball oh the pregnant yes, uh, yes. underneath his shirt and rocked announcing that he's expecting twins thought i saw that, that is so cool that's cool that's a cool celebration wait wait, wait, wait. it was an announcement yes that's a baby announcement i didn't know that how cool Wow, because I, I watch it with the with the volume off, and I just saw him no, do the no, pregnant th- thing. They didn't know that at the time. He later tweeted oh. out. They were like, "Oh, that's an interesting." Um, an I interesting was wondering why he did that. I thought it was funny, but I mean, that is great, Coach. So I thought it was a it was a pretty creative way to let everybody know, "Hey, I'm having some babies." He should have gotten two balls in there, but. Well, I mean, that's kind of hard. It's only one. <laughs> Here, <laughs> he bro, give me another the, ball. He calls the, 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 the ball guy. Come on, give me another one. Two two balls in there. Yeah, and. Uh, the players I like in college, you know, you think it's all about the money. We're not going to talk about that, but it's the the walk-ons mm-hmm. that are there. They're doing it for the love of the game, right? Yeah, love those guys. They love it. They just want they just they just want to be a part of the team. They yeah. love the game. 
They're battling. They had no chance of getting on the team, and they just gave it their last shot. Yes. This guy named Kyler Knutson for Troy. He's been a walk-on. He's a junior. He gets his first career start this weekend, Saturday. That's like Rudy. Gets the game-clinching interception. In the locker room after the game, coach calls him up to the front of the year, the front of the room. His nickname is Rocket. Gives him a scholarship. Mm. Rocket, 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 Rocket. And that's the team celebrating him getting his scholarship. Then he walks out. His parents are there. Mm. His sister or his sister or brother, his girlfriend, her parents, they're all there to celebrate with him. It was Awesome. Play that again, Coach. I got like, that is so cool to hear this. Listen to how excited the team is for him. For him. They love this dude. That's exactly. Listen, guys, if you don't make it, you can be a walk on. You don't give up. And this is an example. Your teammates will love you. You put in the work and you will be rewarded. So. Awesome. But I love that the team is being selfless here and celebrating him and his actions and what he's done and all the work. That's hard for people that because they've all worked real hard to be there. They play for Troy. Like they're all great athletes and have worked really hard. But at that moment, they're like, Rocket, you did it, dude. That's what life's all about. That gave me chills, coach. Yeah. And he said, you know, I've been a part of some big wins. We went to LSU, beat LSU, we beat Nebraska. He said, but today. It'll probably be my number one game in the history oh, of my yeah. life. Like yep. I, I got an interception, and he, he, he got a, a scholarship. scholarship. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And we like pranks. Yeah, prank gone wrong, dude. Oh boy, Air Force Army game was this weekend. Yeah. Oh man, some Army cadets broke into this guy's house and stole the mascot, the Falcon. It's a twenty-two-year-old uh, Falcon. It's like, a real bird. It's a real bird. And they kidnapped it, and one of its wings got hurt. <gasps> they just didn't know how to. Ha- they didn't know how to handle. They didn't know it. how to handle it. They thought it was being funny. They, they injured did, its wing. Did and they now, have to return it? Well, they now it may have to be euthanized. I mean, what? I mean, did these guys get busted? Well, I mean, obviously they're going to get in trouble. But do they know who it is? I don't know. Wow. I don't know. It was flying back on the private jet with the team to be evaluated, see if they could save it. I mean, you think, okay. I mean, you hear about stuff all the time, like pranks and everything, but it's a real animal and they Unless broke his wing. you have a bird handler, you probably shouldn't do that prank. Go right. paint, paint a rock or it's something. It's a falcon. I mean, right. Who goes in it? I mean, do they just take it with the cage? Uh, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Obviously, they touched him because, they had uh, uh, well, unless, Coach, unless he freaked out and the bird's just flapping and it broke his own wing. That could have happened. That could have happened. But I'm telling you, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try to steal a tiger. I wouldn't try to steal a falcon. A, a falcon. I wouldn't try to steal a bear. Like it's a falcon. They, they a can buffalo. hurt you. My my uh my brother-in-law. I think it was a falcon. He was at his this dude's house up in Massachusetts. He went to college with. They were having something, and the neighbor had a pet falcon. Oh, a pet falcon. And he had it in a cage. And my brother-in-law's kind of drunk. You know what I mean? So he goes and sticks his face up to the cage. Falcon. Boom! Right in his eye. With his beak or his claw? Claw! Because they have these talons. Talons, that's what it is. His eye swelled up the size of like two softballs. He had to go to the hospital. And they said, oh, it'll be fine. And I mean, his eye, <laughs> never seen anything so bad in my you life. You don't mess with falcons. Dang. Yeah. <sighs> don't mess with falcons. Falcons are bad news. They're yeah. some bad mothers. They'll don't, get you. Don't mess with uh, monkeys either. 
Really? No, my uncle had a monkey. He, my uncle was kind of like a, a drug dealer. Um, and, uh, and, and one of his trades or whatever, I guess one of his clients didn't have money, so they gave him a monkey. So he had a monkey, and he'd bring it to my grandma's house. And one time the monkey was just hanging out. His name was Manuel. And the monkey was just hanging out, and my, my mom accidentally stepped on his tail, and the monkey, monkey just bit my mom's leg. We had to go to the hospital and everything, like 20 stitches. That's bad news. Bad news. Do not mess with the monkey. Also bad news, before we end this show, Eddie's out of money on the gambling site. Man. Uh, Eddie went against my lock, and he lost. And so I feel no no sympathy for you. I gave you a take it to the bank to make you some money. You decided that I don't know what I'm talking about, and you took the Rams. The Rams lost. Now you're out of money. And, um, yeah. I, I had $4 left for the rest of the football season. I was going to do $1 12-team parlays. That was my plan. Saturday rolled around, and I was doing a walk with Ray and some other friends, and we were like, you guys want to bet Saturday college football? Like, all right, I'll just try a dollar. And then I lost that. And then I was like, well, there's the th- two o'clock games. Let's try one dollar on that one. Did a, t- a dollar on the two o'clock games and win that one. Did two more dollars in the NFL. I lost. And Lunchbox, I apologize. I should have stuck with your loss. Listen, I don't care. I know. It's your money. You do what you want. If you don't believe in it, I just give you my opinion. If you agree with my opinion, you put your money on it. It's your money. It's but not- I told you on the podcast I didn't agree. I didn't agree with your opinion, and I, I went with my stupid opinion. I was wrong, and now I'm out of money. Yeah. Now I did have a conversation with my wife last night, and I did kind of hint at the fact that may come Saturday I may deposit a little more money. What did she say? She was like, "I'm not controlling you. You can do whatever you want, but you know we might be back in business." Yeah. Yeah, and tonight's a big game. Never I mean, quit. I, I'm excited. For I will tonight. not be depositing money for tonight. Yeah, though. you got the Cowboys and and Titans. Um, I'm interested to see how if they're just going to throw the ball to Mark Cooper over and over and over trying to. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think that's the game plan. I think they're going to force feed him, get him involved, make him feel comfortable. Um, I think the Cowboys should win the game. Yeah, but Tavon five point favorite. Back. But I don't think they cover the the spread that was last week that was like six and a half. I, I think it's going to be a field goal game. It's a dirty line at it, five. Watch out for that. It's an it's an ugly game. I think they they, they both kind of muck it up. It's a defensive battle. I think they both defenses are pretty good. Both offenses are lower half of the NFL. So it's going to be whatever. Eddie's a Cowboys fan. I, I hope for your sake they win, but I just don't think they're going to. Yeah, Cowboys will win. This is Eddie's lock of the week, so we'll see. We need this win, and I think the Cowboys Whoa, are. Are you shutting the door on it? No, he yeah, already did last I, week. I shut the door. He that shut, was, well, that then, was my weekend. Uh, yeah, pick. I love when we did our lock, shut the door of the day on Friday. You picked a Monday night game. Well, it all goes together. It's a week. It's a <laughs> weekly pick. Yeah, and it was when he picked it. It was like five and a half or six and a half. So. Five yeah, and it's five and a half. Well, and, shut the door on it. I, I did. Five, five and a half, Coach, and you're saying that they'll probably win by field, field goal if they do win. Yeah. So, so that's kind of scary. That scares me a little bit well, yeah. because I do trust your word, and you're on fire right now. You're not locking by any means. No, this no, no. Game. I just if I if I was betting on the game, correct, I would not feel comfortable laying that many points with the Cowboys because I just don't think they score enough points. If I, watching them in the past few weeks over the season, their offense in what I would say is electric. I wouldn't say it was you know outstanding. And the Titans, when you play, if you watch the Titans play every game they play. It is ugly. They ugly up the game. They it, it's I don't know. They, yeah. they their defense is good. I hope they use Amari Cooper tonight. The, I hope the Cowboys use Amari Cooper as a decoy. I hope they the defense kind of hopes that they throw everything force feed to Amari Cooper and they double team him. Maybe like just focus on him and then use the other weapons we have because we have great weapons. Especially if Tavon Austin plays tonight, it'd be good. We can get like, he's really good. Beasley, if we can get the ball to Beasley. I we think can, I think Cowboys roll actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, are you going to lock it up? 
I'm gonna. You're gonna make this a double lock. So Eddie's already shut the door on this at I minus did. five Cowboys. I'm also gonna double it on it and say the minus five. Shut the door. Lock it up. Lock it up. Yeah. Cowboys minus five tonight. We shut just the door, baby. We just doubled it. We shut the door on it and we locked it. Well, in that case, I may just have to put money in tonight. <laughs> yeah. Because I I don't like doing a lock. Especially like my, this is my lock of the week. Like out of all the games, this is my lock, and I'm not gonna put money on it. That just doesn't feel right. All right, well there we go. We got it. So 25 bucks maybe. I don't know. Still gotta think about it. I yeah. abso- dude, I absolutely love it. The Cowboys are so powerful. I haven't been impressed with the Titans football this year, Mm-mm. and I don't think they do good on turf, man. I think the Cowboys run it up. You're a fan. You're kind of hurt by the Titans. I really am because it, the, they win the games, they beat the Eagles randomly, and then they lose the Dolphins to start off the year. It's just the weirdest schedule, weirdest results that I've seen from the Titans, which totally throws me for a loop. But when I see the Cowboys, I love the Cowboys. Hey, boys, too. I wanted to bring up before we leave. Um, I brought my son in today yeah. to, to kind of just watch the podcast, kind of like bring your your kid to work kind of day thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was a little disappointed because my, my wife was just like, oh, I don't know if I want him sitting in on the, while you guys do the podcast. Like, I don't, you guys sometimes like talk about inappropriate stuff. And I was like, dang, do we? Like enough for my wife to be like, you, it's not okay for our son. It's because like my son's here and he can't listen to this podcast. My wife told him that he's not allowed to listen to this podcast. And I'm thinking, I'm rethinking it. Like, are we too inappropriate lunchbox what do you think i don't think we're inappropriate at all i think we're funny people enjoy us they listen to us and sometimes we bring up topics that parents need to talk to their kids about and so they do when kids are going to hear the h and d word other places (laughs) who cares if they hear it here yeah okay but i felt like today was great because he's been chilling in the studio and like everything was great we didn't do a would you rather and like beep beep you know Mm -hmm. we don't curse anyway but i mean i thought it was pretty good i just i just came in thinking like oh man like what kind of example am I if he can't even listen to his dad's sports podcast? No, he's good. He's good. Okay, he's all right. good. All right. All right, everybody, have a great day. Enjoy the football tonight. Um, they locked it up, closed the door. They're taking the Cowboys. Ray's got him at minus five. Eddie's got him at minus five and a half. So let's see. Woo! Is it? Did it move to just five? It's still five and a half. <laughs> two ice. Oh, it's cold. five and a half. Yeah, it's hey. five and a half. If you want to listen to two ice cold betters, we're go on with our us. way back. The only way to get oh. back is by going on, locking Good. it up, doubling it up. After my picks from this weekend, I'm telling you guys, I am ice cold, but I am locking up the Cowboys. And boys, tonight. what do I have on right now? My Cowboys shirt. I'm gonna wear it all day. Hopefully we get like 12 hours of good juju. There we go. Speaking of juju, is Juju Smith-Schuster a part of one of the the good uh, receivers this year? Is he part of the good one? Like, yeah, he's good, part yeah. of like the, some of the best this year? I don't know about best. I wanted he's to throw him the, in the mix because I was thinking about it. I don't but. Even think he's the best on his team. Well, Antonio Brown is, but... Right. Okay. All I, right. I think he benefits from having Antonio Brown take double coverage, so he has one-on-one usually. But he's good. That's why they got rid of Martavius Bryant, because they said, dang, this dude is this dude's good. Well, even Brian had a good game this week, too. Really? Who's he play with? Yeah, I saw him. The Raiders? Yeah, he played with the Raiders. I mean, No he, one on the Raiders had a good week. He he looked pretty good. They got smoked. No, I know, but him personally. Oh, I don't I know. I didn't watch I didn't say I, the team looked good. Well, <laughs> looked hey, terrible. When you lose to the, the third-string quarterback, no one on your team yeah, had a good yeah. week. All, All right. right. Yeah. Okay. You want to say bye? No, bye. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Ah.